Hello and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs kill the living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. Today's topic sits real well with the name of the podcast. It's all about time management. Definitely grab a notepad or your notes app and let's get to it. So before you shy away at the subject, answer me this. How long have you been sitting on one of those projects on your plate? Whether it's one of your own or a client's, not acceptable. Or how about the last time you worked on the weekend when you really didn't want to? Typically seeking, that's a time management problem. To make matters worse, I know you get that analysis paralysis that happens when you have more than six things on your to-do list and none of them jump out at you to do first. In fact, you're dreading them. So let's fix this. These are going to be my tips for staying ahead of that ever-growing to-do list, keeping you and your clients happy AF. So number one here is going to be being aware of your capacity. This one has to come first for a solid reason. You need to be presently aware of how many projects you can take on until you're at capacity. I remember never saying no to a project no matter what, and what this resulted in were seasons of busy, uncontrollably busy to the point where my anxiety was skyrocketing because I knew I had too much on my plate. I drew the line at working on weekends when I didn't want to and started assessing what I could actually handle. And for me, that looked like extra padding around new client projects because the upfront of onboarding, as we all know, takes a bit more time when you're in the thick of project execution, whether it's for you or your client. So ultimately, I knew we can only take on X websites at a time, X retainer social media management clients at a time, and X consulting clients at a time. Everyone else went on a wait list. And here's why. If they want to work with you badly enough, they'll wait for you, which leads me to my next point. If your capacity is max and you really want the business, it's time to look at outsourcing. So how you can do this here and how you can establish like if this is right for you is tracking your time. So figure out where you can make more time by outsourcing, especially if you're in a nine to five. This is key. What this may look like initially is if you're not ready to outsource, hire internally for client work is outsourcing the administrative and marketing tasks in your business, such as invoicing, proposal creation, social media management, etc. So the things that aren't like client work. Okay, my next one is going to be to keep your to-do list simple. A big mistake I used to make was just having one long running to-do list that I would look at every single day. This was never effective for me because I would literally just stare at it. And sometimes this still happens, but for the most part, What I recommend is picking a few tasks you know you can accomplish on a daily basis as it fits in with your schedule and you'll feel so much more accomplished by the end of your days. Next big trick is time blocking. What this means, kind of like it sounds. So making blocks of time in your calendar to work on certain things. 
Prior to time blocking, I straight up had anxiety attacks on the daily and my calendar looked like someone literally threw up on it. My suggestion for this is just to start plugging your routine tasks for the day into your calendar. So your morning routine, lunch, gym, walking your dog, etc. And hold yourself accountable and stick to them. Everything in between that, do as you please. Go back to your time tracking exercise and let's see where everything else fits in. You have things like team meetings, client meetings, and you should also be scheduling chunks of time as they directly associate with finance admin tasks, marketing and program development tasks, education, personal time, so on and so forth. But if you have that nine to five, that looks like filling in the gaps around it. So here's what my schedule looks like on a weekly basis. My Mondays and Fridays are dedicated to my business. Yep, no client meetings. I do have some internal meetings, but typically Monday is for podcast recording, marketing, program development, and Fridays dedicated to education and finances. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are my dedicated nonprofit networking work and client work and meetings. I found a lot of harmony in the schedule and my clients respect it because I set the boundary with them. I hard stop most days by 5.30 because I have a wrap-up day and plan tomorrow scheduled from 5 to 5.30 daily as an example. But the thing to remember here with time blocking is that it's a means to set boundaries with yourself and clients, but we're not all perfect. For example, I'm recording this podcast on a Friday instead of Monday. (laughs) Things shift and change. Just be flexible with yourself. All right, the next one here is going to be to have documented systems and processes for working relationships. There's a big reason for this, and that is as you grow, you're going to want to hire people to help take work off your plate. Having processes makes hiring and delegating 30 times easier. I recommend having a standard operating procedure for everything you do from client onboarding to marketing to finances. Trust me, you'll thank me later. All right, our next one here is take advantage of time management tools that send you annoying reminders. So I would be nothing, nothing without project management tools. I've used them from the beginning of my business. (laughs) I personally use monday.com. It comes with a little bit of a heftier price tag than your typical ClickUp, Asana, or Trello, but honestly, these platforms can't handle the magnitude of information nor the capabilities I need out of it. So here's an example. This is what I use monday.com for. Tracking monthly invoicing, tracking monthly contractor payouts, managing client projects, managing program development, managing my content workflow, managing podcast development. Tracking contractors' time off for when they're unavailable, tracking all the leads in my business, it's a lot. (laughs) What I love about Monday.com is the capabilities to view each board in a ton of different ways. So like Kanban or Gantt or Timeline or Calendar, there's so, so, so many different ways. And I've been using it since my agency days and I still use it to this day. I'm literally lost without it. (laughs) I think a lot of agencies, bigger agencies use it as well. So, I mean, I just, I love it. If you want to check it out, I dropped a link in my show notes. They have a free trial, so definitely check it all out. Let me know what you think. All right, our next one here is going to be not to be afraid to outsource. So I touched on this earlier, but it's definitely where I want to end. It's not normal to be working like 60 plus hours a week. That hurts my soul to even think about. You're a human, not a robot, and there comes a time where you need to move into more of a managerial role and oversee projects, obviously with a close eye. You're going to experience hiccups here and there, but ultimately you're going to save yourself so much time and stress by stepping away from the menial tasks to focus on the big picture. And it's funny, when I was a kid, I looked to my future and was like, one day I'm going to be in a ball gown at charity galas. And I recognized someone 
who gives back in the community. Nick's the ball gown <laughs> because I want nothing to do with that. But what I'm getting at here is that there's no way I would be able to contribute my time to nonprofits the way I do now if I hadn't started to hire internally or outsource work. So I wasn't doing all the dog work forever. There just comes a point where your brain is suited for bigger and better things. If that's charity work, sitting on boards, focusing more on PR and being the face out in the open, launching a podcast and pouring your heart and soul into that, or even just being able to spend more time enjoying what you've worked for, family, friends, travel, etc. At the end of the day, proper time management will avoid you burning out and hating that you ever went into business in the first place. I wish that someone had taught me this earlier on because that's what I'm here to prevent now. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope you found this super helpful. If you did, screenshot it and share it to your story. Tag me at brandgoodtime on Instagram. I love seeing what you all think and what you all find most valuable in the podcast. And yeah, so I will see you next time. Bye.